Roll camera. Mics up. And action. Live from Australia, streaming around the world. Around the world. The most cinematic podcast of your week awaits. This is Bottomless Popcorn with your host, Morgan Brown. Hi everyone, I'm Morgan and this is another episode of Bottomless Popcorn. Uh, on this week's episode, we have a good friend of mine. Her name is Nicole Velez. Uh, Nicole and I worked together. We started working together at a, a cinema when we were young teenagers uh, and we saw quite a few movies together uh, and we've remained quite good friends since and continue to see some films together and talk about movies all the time. Um, so I'm really looking forward to getting stuck in and speaking with Nicole about her four favourite films. She's got some uh, quite interesting and quite exciting choices. So let's get straight into it and speak with Nicole Velez. Hi, my name is Nicole and the last movie that I watched um, was Burlesque last night with Christina Aguilera and Cher. Wow. That was, we, Nicole, used to work together at the movies and I remember that being one of the first movies that we ever had at the cinema, I'm pretty sure. Did you see it when it came out then? I did. I did see it when it came out then. And does it still hold up now, some 11 to 12 um, years later? Well, uh, I had a few a few cocktails um, before we mm. decided on it. So I think it's actually improved in the, the time since I first saw it, first last night. The first time it would have just been enjoyed with maybe a water or a Pepsi or something like that, and now you've switched to cocktails. Yeah, so um, yeah it would have been a Pepsi Max for sure. Postmix Pepsi Max. Very nice. Uh, I was going to start with how we met, and that is that you and I both had lost uh, casual jobs. together. Yeah. Oh, that's oh, that, that, that story. Oh, that too. That yeah, I was going to talk yeah, about that, how we worked together, not about how we, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Keeping that bit in. <laughs> um, so you and I used to work together at a cinema in Newcastle together, had the time of our life watching. Yeah. You had a lot more hair movies. back then. That is... I have to cut that out because I've noticed this too. That is <laughs> <cut really deep. laughs> it was really very deep. Good. It's fucked. And it was not receding. It was a straight line all the way across here. Oh, it was, it's not really that receding. No, it's gone. It's, it's, it's okay. It's all right. It makes you look more mature. There you go. That's what I'm going for then, I guess. Yeah. Um, so we used to, one of the sweet, sweet perks of working at the movies was $2.00 movie tickets where we would often take advantage of seeing movies that you probably otherwise wouldn't uh, go and see, especially me. I saw a lot of movies. Especially you. We worked there. You too. Not just me. but Not as much as it. you. Yes. Um, do you have any, like, fond memories of, like, working at a movie theatre? Oh, plenty. Um, yeah, there's a, a few. One time when I had to... Uh, go into the girls' bathroom and uh, kick out a couple in there who were just helping each other out because they were sick. Um, yeah, no, no. Um, I had to put my adult voice on and tell the boy to get out of the toilet. He was like, oh, I'm just, she's sick. I was like, she's 17 years old. If she's sick, she can be sick on her own. Um, so that was an interesting one. Uh, I missed the big blackout. I wasn't there for the blackout, but that was quite dramatic. Oh, I wish I was there. Huge. Yeah. I didn't get that. Um, yeah, plenty, plenty. I had to call the ambulance, I think, three times at the cinema. Um, one for uh, seizure, a guy that was seizing. 
one for one of our staff that was um, having an anaphylactic shock. That was stressful. Um, and another one, I think there was a guy with heart pains or something, chest pains. Mm. So, um, yeah, there, there was a lot going on. And that was all before uh, I had my first aid certificate. So I think it was probably by like the, the fifth or sixth year of my eight years at the cinema that the managers were sort of like, maybe maybe we should give every, like yeah. make everyone get their first aid certificate because the amount of ambulances that we called was, um, was pretty, pretty high for a cinema, what you would expect anyway. Uh, what about, uh, do you have any, like during, so that was between 2010 and 2018, you were there or 17, you left? I moved down here 2019, so um, okay. it would have just been the very beginning of 2019. Yeah. yeah. And do you have like a, in that time, do you have like a movie that stands out as being the absolute best one you saw in that entire time you were there? Oh, that's hard. I haven't even got to the actual movie question. I know, yet, so too I know. I well, I didn't prepare <laughs> for this one. Yeah. Um, do you know what? Oh, yeah, one of, one of them is on my list, so I won't yeah. say that one. Yes. You have a very good list too, actually. I um, noticed when yeah. I was looking at it. Well, I'll point it out as we go through it, but I was a little bit surprised. I tried to... when I thought a bit harder about it, I was like, no, I actually think that makes a lot of sense for Nicole. I tried yeah. to keep it diverse. Yes. I did. Um, I want to say it's not like a standout, but it's one that I remember. Um, yeah. uh, pretty pretty like basic white girl movie too. Um, the Fault in Our Stars. Um, I remember yes. I saw that. It was Brenton Duncan's 21st birthday that night and uh, we'd all taken the, the day off, um, myself, Holly and Alice, and we went and saw The Fault in Our Stars um, the morning off because we were like, well, we've got the whole day, let's go see it. Um, and, you know, uh, like the basic white girl that I am, I'd fake tanned um, the night before and I'd put like fake tan on my face, I think that morning because I didn't want it to be too dark. Not thinking Jeez. not thinking Jeez. how uh, how bad the, the movie or well, how good the movie was but you know how um emotional I would get in the movie and uh I was sobbing um as you would be if anyone has seen Fault in the Stars they know it's yes. a very sad movie uh yeah. and lights turn on at the end we're all we're all you know pretty upset and walking down the corridor get out into the lights and Holly looks at me and she goes you've got to go to the bathroom right now and I was why she goes go to the bathroom and look in the mirror look in the mirror I've got like very noticeable white tear tracks from like straight through the fake tan and I was like oh god I had to go home and like scrub it all off it was could have Start been a disaster again. oh my word all right Nicole we're going to go to the movies to watch your favorite movie uh today but in front of your favorite movie is the trailer for your three uh other favorite movies <clears throat> But when we're going to the movies, we're not just going to go watch the movie. We're not losers. Come on. We're going to stop at the candy bar. So what snacks are you going to pick up on the way through? How about you tell me what snacks I'm going to pick up? You're going to get Maltesers, the family bag for yourself. <laughs> um, maybe pods if you feel a bit peckish. Which pods? Snick Mars. Oh, eight years. Eight years you worked with me. I used to yeah. eat a pack of Mars pods a shift at one right. stage. Yeah. There was a there was a bit of a um, product wastage was huge on the Mars pods, weren't they? Yeah, unfortunately, you know when you would cut <laughs> the bags open the would always rip open. Oh. Yeah, the worst. Yeah, write that off. Yeah, the worst. And then I don't know, like a water or 
I know you're not going to buy popcorn because yeah. if we're going together, you know, I'm going to buy it and not finish the box I have and then sneak handfuls yep. all the that's way through. True. Which was the same. Um, are we going to Gold Rush or are we going to? Well, that's my next question for you is um, when you go to the movies, do you seek out a specific type of theatre? Like, are you going for the big? screen the recliners mm. the regular one or are you going for like gold lounge where you're like waited upon food and drink all yeah kind of stuff? no that's not that important to me I like I like the seats I like a recliner chair yeah. um the screen size I know you're a big screen size man that just doesn't really doesn't do it for me it's the the seat the reclining chair for sure okay Nicole do you remember the very first movie you ever saw at the movies no I don't. I could go. I remember seeing Finding Nemo um, at Bullaroo. Um, 2003. Yeah, so that's pretty. No, I must have seen a movie before then. So I've done this a few times and I know it's not going to be yours. It it cannot have been Toy Story because that came out before we were born. No. The year after we were born. Um, And then who else did one the other day? And they thought that it could have been Toy Story 2 if you think it's Toy Story. But I feel like Finding Nemo, you would have been pretty old if that was the first time you went to the movies. Yeah, that was eight. No, we're we're a movie family too. What about Lord of the Rings? I think I might have been seven. 99, I think, is the first one. It might have been. No, I was at school because I remember at school I went with my best friend, um, my sister, her sister, because they were friends, and us two and her dad. And um, the orc scene, terrifying, so scary. (laughs) And... I was so scared that I, between the edge of the seat, it was the wall. We were on the side seat, so there was, like, the wall. It was, like, we were, like, two, two, and her dad was the one. So I wedged myself in between the wall and the other seat to hold onto my sister's hand because I was so scared. (laughs) When I just, like, left my friends back there, I was like, you're on your own. So I I must have been tiny because I could, like, get my legs in there and I was, like, sitting next to her to hold onto her hand because I was so scared. But, yeah, that's probably the... Probably the earliest movie. I'm yeah. sure there's a lot more, but that's that's my earliest memory. Earliest memory of it. Probably it's a um, bit of PTSD. That's why. It sounds like it. Yeah. <laughs> that explains all the photos I've seen from your sister's wedding, where you're holding on to her like this now. <laughs> like you can't let it go. Clutching. Yeah. Um, what's a movie that you remember more for the experience around seeing it? You remember that more than the actual movie? Uh, it would have been one of the Fast and Furious. It was. Mm uh it must have been number four or something and I remember it was oh actually no I'm going to change my answer it was um white chicks um would have been about I would have been in primary school maybe like nine nine or ten um because it was the first movie that I was allowed to go to um without mum and dad well it was because it was three me and two of my girlfriends and then three boys so we Ooh, went on like a little bit of a triple day. day. Yep. But um, Gwen, my friend, her mum came. We were only allowed to go if there was one parent. So she came and she sat like two so rows elsewhere. behind. Yeah. 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 But but um, uh, it was also a really funny movie. Great movie. Yeah. But um, yeah, I remember that because mm. I remember being, my, my crush was there and I was very excited. And then all of us girls were like having an argument because obviously you can only sit in a row. Like who's sitting where? So yeah, that was that was a bit that was Big interesting. Deal. That was the first yeah. unsupervised sort of semi unsupervised movie that we went to. Do you remember working at the movies and the awkwardness of serving people coming in in those exact situations? Yeah, I used to so make it. I'd be like, "Who's paying? 
So together <laughs> or separate all the time. And then what's the other one? Here's your tickets. You're in this cinema. Enjoy the movie. Thanks, you two. Thanks, you two. So many times. Yeah. We, uh, this one, well, actually, why did you say Fast and Furious? What was going to be the memory there? Oh, that was a bit older. It was a similar kind of memory. Um, but it was when we were like 14, Taylor and I and this boy that she was dating and he had a few he he had a few friends. Um, he was from Dubbo originally and they all came down. Oh, it um, must have been Brenton Duncan before we knew who he was. Though. Yeah, no, it wasn't. <laughs> Do you know what? They, they know each other so funny. Oh, okay. um, you know, <laughs> it wasn't him. Dubbo's a small place. They, yes. he, he knows Polly too, sorry. We turned up to the <laughs> cinema uh, a little bit late and this was this is back in the day. It makes me sound old. This is back in the day before allocated seating, so it was a bit of free for all. So we had to sit like, I uh, did we sit on the floor? It was like the front row or like on the floor? But I remember like I was very young and innocent, probably like fourteen, and um, I could smell Jack Daniels. There, that was just like the vibe, like Fast and Furious car rev heads. They'd all come the in crowd. with their like tins yeah. of Jack Daniels. Yeah. I think it was number two. Must have been. Really I didn't add. Early. I didn't add Fast and Furious into my list. Um, you were going to put Fast and Furious in your top four. It's not my top, but it's it's it's, it's my there. guilty pleasure. It's my okay. guilty pleasure. I get I get absolute shit about being a bit of a Fast and Furious. This girl. surprises me. I didn't. Yeah, I know. I know because everyone's like, you know, you're. Did you have you just, watched the last one? Well, I wanted to go because it came out just before Sydney went to lockdown, and yeah. I really wanted to go. Um, but no one would come with me because everyone's like, you've got to be fucking joking. Yeah. So I was at the stage where I was going to go on my own, but then we went to lockdown. So yeah. like, just missed it. Yeah. Uh, this one, I'm sure I know the answer. So movies based on books, novels, uh, comics and stuff like that. You mm. read them first and then you go and see the movie or do you sometimes find the movie and then read them after? Um, what do you prefer here? And also, yeah. do you fall in the category of the book is always better? The book is always better, um, obviously. Yeah, I don't. I I can't even. I can't even think of a time where I've read the book after I've seen the movie. If I've seen the movie, there's not really any point in reading the book. I don't think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, massive Harry Potter nerd, so um, definitely read all the books. But you have to anyway. Um, but books hundred percent better than the movie all the time, yeah. hands down. I found it quite surprising to see your list and not see a single Harry Potter title on there at yeah. all. I really thought that would have. Yeah. Actually, appeared. I might change. Uh, uh, there is there is an exception. I think. Um, P.S. I love you. The one with Dra Butler and um, Hilary okay. Swank. Yeah. I watched that first, and then ended up coming across the book a couple of years later and read it. It's not great. The book. It's written. Is that Nicholas um, Sparks? Is that one of his novels? No, I don't think it is. No, but his novels aren't great either. So you should definitely watch the movies. Yeah, see, <laughs> I, I tell a lie. Yeah, yeah, it's better to watch a Nicholas Sparks movie than it is to read a Nicholas Sparks book. Let's jump in to the first movie trailer, which is your fourth favorite movie, mm-hmm. and it is the movie Anastasia. That uh, dress is really beautiful. Do you think so? Yes. I mean, it was nice on the hanger, but it looks even better on you. You, you, sh- you should wear it. I am wearing it. Oh, right, of course, of course. I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to give you a... Um... A compliment? Of course, yes. It's 
It's one, two, three, and suddenly I see it at a glance. She's radiant and confident and born to take this chance. I taught her well, I planned it all, I just forgot romance. Vlad, how could you do this? How will we get through this? I never should have let them dance. I'm feeling a little dizzy. Kind of lightheaded? Yeah. Me too. Probably from spinning. Maybe we should stop. We have stopped. It's something I go back to. I reckon yeah. I watch Anastasia at least twice a year. Um, really? That often? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, grew up watching um, car- like Disney cartoons, Disney movies. Um, and for a long time, I thought Anastasia was a Disney movie. I didn't um, know this too. I, I thought this yeah, was that. It only has recently become since it was. Um, yeah, it's on four. Disney Plus now. Yeah. But I did think this was a Disney movie too, and it is. Yeah, so did I. We had it on video on um, VHS. Um, my sister and I loved it. Always watched it. Um, I don't know. I feel like this. I tossed up between this and Mulan actually for my yeah. um, for my cartoon movie. But it has similar to Mulan. It just has you know a really strong female character, and I feel yes. you know back in the day, I, I probably would have watched it when I was the first time when I was like six or seven. Um, and yeah, I, I liked that. Uh, I loved watching it. She was, she was a princess, but she wasn't like a um, uh, damsel in distress kind of princess. And I feel like aside from that, and like maybe Mulan, there wasn't really that many around when we were kids growing up. It's not until sort of like the brave and the tangled started coming out where they it's really had like, main yeah, female heroines yeah. that were, you know, they, they, they were pretty like strong characters and um, they weren't just, they weren't useless. So, um, yeah, I really, I really loved it. And um, I had a massive crush on um, Dimitri, the, the lead. <laughs> Still, he's the dream boy. He's so capable. Yeah. He, uh, he's, he's a little bit, you know, rough around the edges, but very caring, um, yes. kind, and um, very capable. You know, have you seen it? The train scene? I haven't, scene? I haven't oh. seen This is one of the ones I hadn't seen. Um, yeah, all the same. Is it, it's musical too? Uh, yes, it is. Yeah. Um, great. Do you have a favourite like number in the yeah. movie or Yeah, um, I would say, yeah, Once Upon a December, the scene um, when she goes into the old um, palace, the, yeah. the Russian palace, and so she basically, it's based on, it's loosely based on the real story of Anastasia and the Romanovs and the um, Russian Revolution. Um, and basically she is Princess Anastasia. She um, loses her memory um, during the Russian Revolution. She is there escaping and she gets separated from her family and hits her head and loses her memory and goes to an orphanage. And um, so she grows up and she's always thinking, you know, there's something there. Like I, I, I can't remember, but there's something there. And she winds up back at the, um, the old abandoned palace and um, is walking around. And little things are sort of like she's getting a bit of deja vu and triggering her memory. Um, and, yeah, that scene, um, she, like, remembers dancing in this massive ballroom with, you know, these people that she doesn't know who are a family but are a family. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that's, I think that's my favourite. 
favorite scene. Yeah, nice. I did look up a little bit of stuff <clears throat> about the movie because I hadn't seen it too to talk about it with you. Um, mm. And I didn't realize this is Meg Ryan's first like animated yep. role too. Uh, yep. And it was, it was saying that she was like really unsure about if she should um, do an animated film. She wasn't sure if it was really for her. So as a mm. point, like a point to prove and to really get her to come on board, they pinched some scenes from um, Sleepless in Seattle and animated oh. the character to the like cadence and rhythm of her voices and takes and stuff through that. And then when she saw it, yeah. she's like, yeah, okay, I think I'm on board. I think yeah. I can. I'm good this. at this. Yeah, I could, I could, this is for me, yeah. Uh, and then the movie called Anastasia now uh, had a working title and was really considered for the longest time to be released under the title The Music Box. Oh, yes, um, that makes sense. Because of the one she's obviously given in the box. film. Yeah. Um, and then I think it was just decided when it came to marketing that a simpler title was just decided on, so her name. But in the movie, doesn't she get, does she not get called Anya, not Anya. Anastasia the whole time? Yeah. Well? yeah. All right. There are a couple of um, big names in there as well. Yeah, John you, Cusack is the John Cusack, Dimitri, well. yeah. Yes. Um, did you come across little um, Anastasia? Who the voice of little Anastasia was? No, I didn't. Who was that? Kirsten Dunn. Oh, you're kidding. Yeah, when she was she was very so young. So she's at like the yeah. same age and she's did Jumanji. So she's like a young teenager still. Yeah, right? yeah, probably. She's not, it's not, it's only the first few scenes when she's like little. Um, yeah. but yeah, when you um when the credits roll and you can see it's like, oh, well, that makes sense. Like, of yeah. course. That's really cool. And you would like if, if I hadn't seen that, I reckon that would have bothered me the whole time. I'd be like, I know that voice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, got you. All right, I'll move on to a couple more questions now. But the ads are back on, so we're not interested in watching those. Yeah. Um, you can Except for the Shrek one. ones. The Shrek's uh, ads yes, are really you good. You like that one, don't you? Yeah. The oh, and the Qantas one. ones. Qantas Ooh. ads used to make me cry. The coming really? home ones. Yeah, the new Qantas ones made me bore my yeah. eyes out. It's very topical. But yeah, the um the Qantas coming home one um used to be really. I used to like that one. Used to stay up there at the back in Gold Lounge and wait for that to finish. <laughs> very good. Um. You can answer this one two ways because I think it applies either way. So it's music in movies. So what has the best soundtrack and what has the best score? Uh, I'm going to go score. Toss up. Pirates of the both Caribbean. ways if you want. All I love Pirates of the Caribbean score. Yes. Um, and you might need to correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it's a hand simmer. The second one is, but the first one yeah. is not but yes okay. it's he does get a lot of credit for it though i think yeah but yes that is a really um, good score i think i'll go the old faithful harry potter as well i love the score yes. in harry potter that Hedwig's um, theme is like one of the most i think recognizable pieces of music yeah yeah like yeah. if you just if you didn't show someone the picture you just played yeah. in that i think you just heard it. and same with pirates of the caribbean too it would be pretty easily um identifiable if you played yeah. that to someone, they'd be able to work out what it was from. Yeah. I, I don't know about, about soundtrack, though. Um, I don't know. I, I think I'll have to. It can I, be I could musical. Say, it doesn't have to be, like, just pop songs. I do love a musical as well. Can I say Mulan? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go Mulan. That, that has some great, great songs in there. Yeah. Um, nice. Make a Man Out of You, that one. Um, yeah. Or Dark Side of the Moon. Those are the two good ones. Very good. Mm. Uh, what is the best looking film? 
So you can answer that two ways as well. That can be like everything inside it is great, as in like costumes are great, the locations, the, the sets, all that kind of stuff, or like the camera moves are all like amazing. And I feel like you would have to answer it the second way because that's a that's a real nerdy way to answer it. Yeah. Um, oh, please. I really do. You know what I thought? Um, I really like. Tarzan, the live action um, with Alexander mm -hmm. Skarsgård and Margot Robbie, um, yeah. all of the like beautiful shots of the savannah and stuff. Um, yeah. That's that's a one that comes to mind, I think. Yeah, have you? I, you would have been in lockdown when it came out, and I don't think you have Disney Plus. But Jungle Cruise for the exact same reason. Oh, is it on Disney? Really yeah, good. I do have Disney yeah. Plus. It's um, it's really good. And also, I went to see that at the movies. That was one of the last things I saw before lockdown. And I really didn't, I was like, I was like, I was happy to see it, but I was a bit like, this will be fine. And I was mm. so surprised. I thought it was really good. I was a bit I like, I really oh, like I Emily Blunt. Yes, I, I think she's, she is really she's good. Brilliant. And it's and I also was, I come she's out, very, like, she's very like agile. Like, you yes. know, she can be in very serious. She's like, don't she's so, so diverse, isn't she? And all very the things problems. that she's in. Yeah. Devil Wears Prada and yeah. then The Quiet Place. Like, she's just, She's everything. It's crazy, yeah. It's really good. It's um, it's like this really good mix of Pirates of the Caribbean and like Indiana Jones. It's just, yeah. It's, it's really. I was, I was, that was probably like the most surprised I think I've been by a movie this year. Like I went in going like, yeah, I'm okay. gonna see it. I, I don't feel too fussed either way about it. But it was like I actually really enjoyed that. That was really good. Yeah. What is the funniest film you've ever seen? This is hard for me. You know, this is hard for me because yeah, I don't, you like, don't like comedies. Movies. Yeah, you're very sour. That's true. <laughs> oh, um, oh, that's really hard. Do you know what I think of when you, when I think of funny? And not because I particularly found it that funny, but yes. just because of the uh, the whole scenario it was quite funny. Um, Bad Neighbours 2, I think. Sure. No, or maybe one I think maybe it was one I went to the movies again with Holly who we both used to work with and the movie wasn't that funny but Holly has this very distinct very yes. loud laugh and yeah. she thought it was hilarious and was just absolutely cackling the entire time yes. which would make everyone around her not just us laugh. everyone around her in the cinema laugh at her laugh so we're yes. laughing at them laughing at her laugh and then she's laughing at us laughing at her, laughing because everyone else <laughs> is laughing at her. It's just this perpetual cycle. It and it wasn't and even that again. funny. Yeah. But, yeah, but that was pretty funny. Well, actually, I do I, I do appreciate um, the Jump Street movies as well. Yes. I um, caught I caught 21 Jump Street on TV a few weeks ago and I did have a bit of a giggle um, yeah, <laughs> remembering yeah. that. Yeah, they're pretty, they're pretty one, well done. The Jump Street ones are one that if they're on TV... I find it doesn't matter where it's at. Like I'll just end up. Oh something. yeah, you just pick it up. Something that just reminded me actually of, of funny. It's not. It's not a comedy, but it was the funniest scene I think I've ever watched in a movie. And I, I kid you not, a little bit of wee came out. I was laughing so hard. Um, the Wolf of Wall Street, the Quaalude scene in the Wolf of Wall Street. The car. Hands down, <laughs> I, I, tears streaming down my, like I honestly was like I think I need to leave I think I need to go to the bathroom because I'm about to yeah. let myself because mm -hmm. I was laughing so hard that solid like seven minutes or however long that scene is of him just trying to get into the car I've yeah. never laughed so hard that was 
That was really it was funny. excellent. That was really funny. Mm. And that is that's such a long movie too. And that is just like this so long three hours side trip that occurs about halfway through. Like I yeah. agree. Yeah, that is a good one. Um, I know you're gonna have one for this because I know it doesn't take much for this to affect you. What is the saddest? Oh no, movie it's the seen? crying one, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> the saddest oh. movie you've seen. Oh, there's so many. That's 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 harder than the comedy one, I think, because I don't know what to pick. Can I give you a couple? Yeah, of course. Um, Pearl Harbor. That one does oh. me every time. I actually thought well, it should have probably been added into my list, but but okay. I'll, I'll leave it. I like I like my mix that I've got. Pearl Harbor. Every single time, the minute when she's just finally gotten over losing you know, the love of her life. And then she she gets with her, his best friend, friend, Danny. So Rafe is out of the picture. And then they finally consummate their relationship. He's waited so long. And then he comes back. He's alive. You think that's it. You think that's the saddest part because it's like, oh, my God, who's she going to pick? But no, no, no. Then they go and they try to bomb Japan and they land in China and or I'd actually, I don't think they make it to China. And then the scene, Josh Hartnett and um, um, help me out here. Ben, ben Affleck, Affleck. Okay. Ben Affleck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ben Affleck. Um, when he gets when he jumps in front and he gets and he's like, "Come on, you've got to you've got to make it. You've got a son to go home to." And he goes, "No, you've got a son to go home to." That does me in every time. Yeah, that's so sad. Um, and then another one, um, Lion. Have you seen that? What a movie. This, if I had to do this to myself, yeah. Yeah, I thought about this. it. I thought about yeah. putting it in. Um, that one, Sobbing. That was mm-hmm. that was an incredible film. Um, it's another one that always gets me. That's a really good ending too with Lion. Just, yeah, I remember watching Lion and it kind of the story wrapping up and having a really like nice ending as part as like as painful as it was to see him go through that whole thing and so many years of not knowing and then him to find it and I remember it finishing and literally going to myself that was really good but I don't understand why it's called lion and those title cards start to come up and it's that he mispronounced well his name was mispronounced a lot and yeah the mispronunciation was translates to, to lion. lion and I was like oh yeah so good Another one with Dev Patel. I, I really like him, actually. Hotel Mumbai. Have oh, you seen that? Yes. It's yeah, about the Australian movie. Is it? I didn't know that. Yeah, it's filmed in South Australia, I'm pretty sure. Oh, it's yeah. about the um it's based on real events, the book the um terrorist attacks in um yep. in Mumbai. Um that one was that's an incredible movie. That's hard to watch. Just Mercy with Michael B. Jordan. And I um, uh, Brie Larson and uh, Jamie Fox. Yeah, Jamie Fox. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. really good. Um, also based on a true story. Um, yep. That was that made me sob, like mm-hmm. <laughs> whole body sobs. So that was that was really sad. Yeah. That's pretty recent yeah. too. I think I only saw that maybe early this year, yeah. or late last. I only saw it that last year. Really good too. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't know. I think this would be an easy one too. But what's the scariest movie? I don't watch scary movies, you know that. Um, Same here. <laughs> so, I'm coming around to them, but I still, they're not my no. first pick. 
No, every time I would serve someone at the cinema and, you know, it would be like, oh, you know, one to the conjuring. I'd be like, why? Why? Why are you paying money to be scared? They were probably like, just give me the fucking ticket. But I was, I was like, I just don't understand. I'd like, it's not a good kind of fear either. It's not like a roller coaster adrenaline fear. Like, yeah. it's pure terror. Um, yeah, so I don't watch them, but I, the paranormal activity ones, I think I watched one and I watched three like I was sort of forced to uh well, that there yeah easily that oh the, the one which pulls out the bed no and then and then there's like a few multiple endings isn't there but the one you think it's over and then she comes up in the screen at the very very gross. end then, yeah I, I cried I saw that at the cinema <laughs> yeah. yeah it's too much I did me. too and I remember seeing the kid that walks in and like does the cinema checks and being like <laughs> Oh man, I wish that was me so I could walk out of this room right now. I do not want to yeah. sit here and continue to watch this. Yeah, um, no has a movie ever made you mad? Mm-hmm. I get mad pretty easily. So <laughs> this I agree. Is a- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nothing really comes to mind. I guess like if you think about unjust, um, I really like the movie um on the basis of sex. Um and that is based on a true story. Felicity, yeah. Yes. Felicity Jones, is that her last yeah. name? Um, and Ami Hammer. It's based on um, real events. Ruth Bader Ginsburg um, was the first female Supreme Court justice in America. And, um, yeah, it's it's a it talks about how she um, basically wants to, um, like, she battles against um, gender discrimination laws um in the US um so uh, yeah a lot of that you know um makes it feel like really unjust I also really like um the trial of the Chicago um seven Seven. yeah um that's a incredible movie also based on true events um and how unjust that was um to the I can't remember the character but um, the um, African-American man just gets roped into it and they say he's like one of the Black Panthers. Panthers and it wasn't even there. there was, you had no yeah. connection whatsoever. They were just just trying to put him in jail because yeah. he was black, you know, and, and yeah. a huge amount of racism. Um, yeah, that one, that one always makes me really sad. Um, mm-hmm. I also just watched for the first time a few weeks ago The Colour Purple. It's a really, really old movie. Sure. Um, it's got Oprah Winfrey in it. And um, that the racism in that is is horrific. It's it's a really hard to watch movie. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that makes me pretty mad. Okay, I'll move on to your to your second trailer now. Your third favorite film, and it is The Blind Side. This team is your family, Michael. Good. I'm glad we agree on that. 
Yes, I like this a lot. This would this came out kind of the I think the year before our cinema opened, so this wasn't one we got to see. And this movie I remember doing so well. I remember it being at the movies for ages. I remember it winning lots of awards. Yeah, I, um, I remember a lot about this. I don't think I saw it at the movies. I think I saw this I think I did DVD either. or something maybe when it came out. But such a good movie. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, incredible. I um, I, I feel like there's a bit of a theme in some of the things. I really like movies that are based on real events. Um, I was going to say, yeah, just looking at the the list that was one of the things I did notice yeah that they're somewhat based on true events yeah. or stories yeah yeah um I love it I think Sandra Bullock's character in this is just like, yeah she's yeah. just perfect isn't she she's because you you think that she would come across as you know this is me being a bit stereotypical um you know white Christian rich female but she's just she's incredible in it my favorite scene is um, when he that they, they they're training at the they're, they're doing football yes. training. Mike just can't. Um, they I don't know I don't know American football, but when they do the snap and Big Mike just is like letting everyone go past him, and you know he's I don't know 150 yes. kilos or something huge, and just it shouldn't happen. And the coach can't understand. He's yelling at him, yelling and yelling yes. at him. And then Leanne sitting on the sidelines, Sandra's character. She walks over and she's like, "Give me a minute, Brett," and she's you just so sassy. Yeah. yeah, and she's just like, you know, this is your family. You need to protect this family. She's like, this is SJ, yeah. this is Collins, this is me. What are you going to do? You want to protect me? And he goes, yep, I got Here's it. your blind and side. Then, you need to protect your blind yeah, side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, she then she walks back and she's like, Brett, he doesn't trust men. You can't yell at them. In his experience, all they ever do is, like, leave. Um, you know, he, he doesn't understand that. Um, and she's like, you should get to know your players. He tested 90 in the 99th percentile for, pr- for protective instincts. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, they do it again. And every single time he blocks them, you know, he protects yeah. them. And um, my favourite thing is she's like, Brett, I said you could thank me later. It's later now, Brett. That's my favourite scene, I think. What's the scene? Is it in an actual game where... So I think it's an actual game and they must be, like, taunting him or the same really horrible things to him. And in the play, he doesn't stop at the whistle. He just throws just the kid going. over the fence. He's like, oh, yeah. I put him to the bus. It was time for him to go home. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a good one. I love that. Yeah. I, yeah, I really enjoyed that. And it shocks me every time because every time the song, what is the song? Um, oh, my God, what is the song in the car where they have the car crash? <laughs> yes, that's the one. So every that time that comes on, I'm like, oh, such a good song. It always comes on in movies. And that one scared the shit out of me because I did not see the car crash coming. Oh, that was, that was hard. How his protective instinct yeah. was to shield the boy from the crash. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. Beautiful a really good movie. movie. I, um, yeah. The actor that ends up uh, playing Michael Orr in the film was only doing, like, extra work and it had been in the background of a couple of things at the time. But in his audition... He went and he was like, yeah, it's another one. I'll probably just end up being an extra or a football player or something in this film. So when he left, he's like, oh, just in case this doesn't go too well for me, can I leave this card? Left a card and it was to do security on the film if he wasn't going to get a, a role, Aww. which is so crazy. But then ends up getting the lead the lead role Amazing. of Michael Moore in the film as well. I thought that was so cool. Oh, that's so nice. I didn't know that. Yeah. And then... Um, that this movie, so Sandra Bullock is the top billed uh, cast member 
of the film. Mm. So if you looked at a movie poster, her name sits above the title. And this movie marked the first time. Oh, is that time... what that means? Is that the one that gets yes. paid the most money? Yes. And so this was the first time in history that a, uh, a, a sole actress's name sat above the title of the movie and it earned more than $200 million. Wow, good girl. Yeah, it's really good. Also, strong uh, female. I love, love those exactly. movies. Exactly. And then Julia Roberts uh, turned down the role of Leanne Tui three times because she didn't want to be seen as playing like a devout Christian white, like mother from the South. Wow. And then she would have actually, Bullock, she would have been good. She would have been good in that role. But yeah. Sandra Bullock did it and ended up going on and winning Academy Awards. Yeah. So. You've been kicking yourself. Exactly. Julia. Um, do you watch films that, like, do you take notice of the films that win awards and do you tend to agree or are they a good indication to you of their quality or something that you might enjoy? No, not really. Like, I wouldn't, if something won an award, I wouldn't go back and watch it just because it won an award. Because, um, yeah, yeah I, I don't know. I think it's I think it's very subjective. Like, um, some of the the ones that, are, that have won recently, like Parasite, I didn't see that. Um, what was the Chloe Zhang one that won? Uh, Nomadland. Yeah, I haven't watched that either. Yeah. Um, so no, not really. Like I never saw The Revenant. Yeah, actually, when I think about it, I never saw The Revenant. Um, I didn't watch. I think you would quite like The Revenant, though. To be honest, it's it's would definitely I? one I think you would only watch once. And you def- probably wouldn't go back to. I but. I watched. Um, yeah, I wouldn't say it's like a hard and fast rule. But, like, I, I watched Dallas Bias Club. I really liked that. Mm-hmm. Um, I watch a lot of the ones that are nominated. Like, I've seen, but it's more yep. that I've seen that in that yeah. year because they're other movies. They, but, yeah, no, exactly. I, yeah, I don't. Do you, you know what? Revisiting them. I watch things based on the trailers. So if I see yep. the trailer and it looks good. Um, also, if I cry in the trailer, which also happens quite a lot. How often does that happen? Wow. Um, yeah, I, I would say a solid 60%, 70%. I cry in the trailer. Yeah. Do you know what it is? It's the score. It's the it's the soundtrack. If there is like if you watch a movie without the sound, I would cry. I never cry. It's it it's incredible. Like it just I think the people that write it, the musical score for a um a film are the the most talented people. If you can do something without even words that like create emotion and you know make people feel like that, that's I think that's an incredible talent. Um, what is a movie that you can't believe you still haven't seen? Someone said one to me the other day and I still haven't. I was like, oh, yeah, I've not seen it. I don't know. There'd be something. There would be. I don't know. Give me some big big names and I'll tell you if I've seen them. My first one was going to be Tenant, but I just realised we did see that I've together. I've seen it. So yeah, we saw that. <laughs> that, that. Yeah, that yeah. That was the most stressed you've ever been in a movie. I remember it was you very, very stressed. <laughs> I, I think slightly more stressed in paranormal activity because I was scared. Yes, sure. But heart rate, heart rate, like probably equal. Watching um, yeah. Tenet. I still remember the cheese grapes. Um, <laughs> I remember oh, you yeah. looking, you looking at Alice and I just waiting for us. Yes, and just waiting seeing your you face like coil. We're both like, yes. Um, I also remember the um, uh, the the backwards car chase bit before it clicked to what had just happened uh, yeah, and just not. getting nudged and just looking over at you and you're just like oh, like really like kind of grimacing at like yeah. this is tough to watch and just yeah. anxiety inducing 
yeah, I was um, really struggling. What's one you wouldn't have seen then that I would? Some like big funny movies that everyone expects you to see, like Zoolander. I've never seen Zoolander. Yeah, okay. Um, I don't think I've watched fully Step Brothers. I, I don't think I've seen it mm-hmm. in full. The Wedding Crusher, like those kinds of movies I've, I've not watched. One that I only just saw for the first time the other day was Notting Hill. Oh, you've not watched Notting Hill. That one then that I've not seen that I I would expect me to have seen. There's a couple, a couple of the old rom-coms, yeah. like Sleepless in Seattle. Um, yeah. I've not seen that. Um, what's the other one with Tom Hanks um, about the airport? The Terminal? Yeah, I've not seen that. Yeah. Um, yeah, a couple Have of you old, like, you only recently, very oh, recently. Good. Oh, do you good. know, do you know what I've not watched? And I always want to watch it, but I always, it, I feel like you have to be really switched on to watch it. Um, Inception. I've never watched that. Oh, and are you kidding? Yeah. 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 I know. Everyone says that. And I, yeah. I think I would really enjoy it, but I just I feel too. like you really got to be, you've yeah. got to be switched. Like it's like a tenant. It messes yeah. with your mind. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah, that's that one that surprising. I think I should. I really mm. do think you should watch that because I actually do think you would probably enjoy it. Well, I've got a lot of time on my hands um, of yeah. late, so so maybe I'll, I'll add it to the list to do. Yeah. Uh, is there a movie that you've seen and you really loved, but you've actually you've come back to watch it and you've been a bit? That's that's not that's not that good. No, I don't think. If I love it, I, I'm I'm pretty, um, yeah. I'm I'm a, I'm a monogamous girl. You know, I like what I like. I I don't I don't stray. You know, if, if I if I tell you that I love you when I first watch you, I will continue to love you probably. What is what movie surprised you the most? Like, what is one you went in with no expectation and you're a bit like, yeah, I'm just fine. I'm seeing it, whatever. But came out super glad you'd actually seen it. Um, the gentleman. Um, oh, the Guy Ritchie one, yeah. Yeah, I didn't think I'd like it. Um, yeah. I just thought it would be, yeah, I, I just didn't think it would be my vibe. Yeah. Um, another one I really liked, we just put it on one time, me and my housemates, because I don't know, there's nothing else to do. Um, the Disney movie Coco. Um, how good. How good. I didn't expect that, it to be yeah. that good. That, that didn't really do good. that well when it came out. And yeah. now that I've seen it, I'm like, how disappointing so many people missed out on this one. Because that is, yeah. that's that's up there. That's the top. That's yeah. like top shelf Pixar, that is, I think. Yeah. I love that all of those, like, kids' cartoons now are that, well, I guess even the old ones were, were relatable to adults. But they're, they're just, they've stepped up level, haven't they? They're so yeah. good. Yeah, I really, really like I didn't, th- I, I knew I would enjoy it yeah. because I enjoyed the movies, but I really, really liked it. Yeah, it's so good. And, like, those Pixar films too were even now like some of them seem quite high concept for kids but Mm -hmm. I think it only seems that way if you're an adult and you're breaking it down or you're looking into it for that kind of message because for the kids it still plays like it's still it still works on every level that the movie needs to but for an adult who might have a better understanding of life and death and stuff like that and how those things work like yeah yeah, I think that's great. And Coco was really good too and has really good music, I think. Yeah, it does. Um, what is a film you really liked, you really enjoyed, but just seeing it once is enough? You have no intention of watching it again. That's hard because I do like, I, I'm a rewatcher. See, I think if you'd seen The Revenant, The Revenant might be this one. 
I wouldn't watch it again. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. I, there's plenty that I've not rewatched again, but none because I'm like, oh, I wouldn't rewatch it. It's just, I guess it just hasn't come up again. I don't think I've watched Wolf of Wall Street again, to be honest. Yeah. Like it was a it was a really long movie too. Yeah. And um, actually isn't really about that much. It's just about the person and just yeah. seems to follow oh, them through a couple of years. Actually, that kind of makes me think about the angry question. Yeah. It didn't necessarily make me angry. I really enjoyed the the movie, The Wolf of Wall Street. I thought it was really funny. But as an adult watching that, you know, um, like how many years that come out three or four years ago or something, like early to mid-20s, I can look at that and be like, separate that to be like, yeah, that's a funny movie. Like it, it was a it was a great um, you know, um cinematic masterpiece. But the message that it sort of sent, I think I don't think it came across enough like if you actually read about Jordan Belfort uh, and what happened, he fucking stole so much money from a lot of people. He like yeah. really ruined other people's lives. lives. He really fucked up his own lives. His his yeah. like wife, his, his ex wife, yeah. all of his kids hate him, and they didn't touch on that enough. It was almost like yeah. glorifying, glorifying um, all of his actions. And yeah, yeah, like from far away, it looks cool. You know, wow, you like fucking doing coke out of a stripper's asshole, but it. Yeah, it, I don't think it sent the right message. And, you know, if I, um, this makes me sound really old and mature, if I had like a young son or something, I wouldn't want them watching yeah. that because I don't think that they would be, um, they wouldn't have the emotional maturity to be able to critically evaluate that and say, yeah, on one hand, great movie, but um, also that's not okay. Yeah. All the stuff that happened isn't okay. And yeah. that that did make me a bit concerned, yeah. I think, because, it, it went up there for, um, he just missed out, didn't he, for from Matthew McConaughey, Dallas Buyers Club that year. But it went up for the Academy Award. And, um, yeah, I just don't think that messaging was clear enough. I think yeah. they could have, because even the very last, like, final scene, how he goes to jail and then he's, like, talks about, you know, jail's really hard or something like that. And then he's in his tennis whites just fucking playing, yeah. you know, tennis, looking like he's having the best time in the world because he's, you know, a millionaire, billionaire in inside. Um, yeah. And, I yeah, I didn't. I didn't like the ending of that, I don't think. Yeah, I agree. and I remember when that finished, a lot of people were saying, oh, that's, that, what a life, like how good. And I'm like, mm. it's well, not, you're doing yeah. it, yeah. But like there's, there was the consequences are not worth all of them. Yeah. And then another one that didn't annoy me to the point where I wouldn't watch it, but there's like the hangover films and people going, oh, whatever, yeah. not like that. No, you didn't even see the night they had in the movie anyway. Yeah. You just saw you the just- aftermath of it, like. You're just selfish yeah. and like negatively impacting on other people because you're, you know, useless basically. And yeah, I didn't, I didn't like that. All right, let's move on to your, your last trailer, The Water Diviner. Solomon. swimming no what are you doing with your farmer there's a supply ship back to constantinople in two days maybe we could help him until then you know what the chances of finding his boys are we have the day they were killed i know the area yeah we both know it but why change everything for one father who can't stay put because he's the only father who came looking Sergeant! Change of plan. 
I saw this um, at our cinema. I went in a, a daytime session, I think. I might have been at uni. Um, and I went, it was a small cinema. I think it must have been towards the end of the run because it came out on Boxing Day, didn't it? I was going to um, say this, yeah. It, and it also... Yeah. It's actually a bit older than I, I thought it was more recent, but it's 2014. No. I thought it was like 2016, no. yeah. 17. Have you, have you yeah. seen it? I don't think I have. I'm not sure that I have. Okay. I um, can't remember it if I have. I know enough about it and I can remember shots and stuff from it, but I'm yeah. not 100%. What, what year did you say? 2014? 2014, yeah. Yeah. So I um, went and saw this at the cinema. It was a daytime session um, of a weekday, um, small cinema. Um, and you would know daytime, weekday, a lot of old people around. Um, so I didn't realise how busy it was going to be. So I ended up having to sit, I think, almost next to someone, next to this old woman, this, this old couple, you know, they, they would have been retired. And um, I, you know, I finished uni or something. So I was like, oh, I'll just go and watch a movie and see, see what this is about. And um, I sobbed absolutely sobbed like this is probably one of the ones this would have been my saddest movie I think yeah I was hysterical so and I was like sobbing so loudly that this poor woman next to me just pulls out a little tissue from her from her sleeve and is like here you go, here you go love and I was like thank you so much <laughs> yeah this is incredible this is um Russell Crowe it's also like an Australian film, some great Australian actors yeah. in there. Um, and also some like, you know, TV sort of like B-list actors that you like, oh, I know who they are. And they've just got, yeah. you know, like extra sort of lines. They're not main characters. Um, but it's beautiful. It's Russell Crowe's character. He has three sons. And at the very beginning, you don't really understand, like the first couple of scenes, you don't really understand. Um, he's reading a book to his, um, I think it's the, the Arabian Prince or something. He's reading a book to his three sons. Um but you don't, you don't see them, so you don't know what's happened to start with. But essentially, he has three young boys. It's the First World War. Um, they've all signed up to go to Gallipoli, and they all, they all leave. And um, his wife, that they, they don't come back, um, and they don't know what's happened to them. And his wife kind of um, goes a bit insane. She, she gets really, really, really depressed, and then... She, she starts making him read to his sons. That was the bit that clicks. You know, she's like, Joshua, go, go and read to the boys before bed. And he's like, I'm tired, Lizzie. And she's like, go on. And he goes and he like sits in the room and like you see the shot of him reading and then they like pan out to the bedroom and the beds are made. There's no one in there. And that's when you realise what happened. Um, and then she ends up um, killing herself. She ends up drowning herself in the dam. And it's really, really sad. And then after that, he basically is like, whoa, what am I doing, you know? And, and he feels very responsible for his wife's death because, um, you know, he couldn't protect his boys and, you know, that's that's what he feels that he should have done. So he's like, right, I'm going to go, I'm going to go to Gallipoli and I'm going to find my boys. Um, and he does. And um, the the scenes in Turkey are beautiful. This is one of the, one of the um, answers I would have answered for, um, you know, a, a, a movie that's yeah, best yeah. looking. It's incredible. Um, I actually got the chance to go to Gallipoli um, probably like six months after I watched this movie as well. And yeah. it's just as beautiful, if not more beautiful in person than it is on, yeah. on film. Um, and yeah, he goes to Gallipoli and um, he manages to get out to the um, Anzac Cove 
and they find two remains of his son because they find their dog tags, so two of the three sons, but they can't find the third. Like every every time, I've watched it probably about five times and every single time I cry. Um, so yeah, then it becomes um, a bit of a mission for Russell Crowe's character, Joshua, to find his son because he's like, I know he's, I know he's not dead. I just know he's not dead. Um, and yeah, he ends up he ends up finding him, and he's it's pretty broken, um, but but yeah, it's beautiful, really beautiful story. Really good. I might have to revisit this one now because you're talking about this. I love I, it. I genuinely cannot remember if I have or haven't seen it, so I think I'm gonna have to sit down and watch it's this. Also, one. there's also a bit of like a side love story with um this um lovely story, like Turkish right? woman as well. Yeah. yeah, it's um yeah, it's really really good. I love it. I recommend it to everyone. Um, I really like war movies, though. Um, yeah. There's a few few that are top. I really love Hacksaw Ridge as well. That's one of my favourites. That's a good one. Um, the Water Diviner, though, is Russell Crowe's um, directorial debut. So he directed it as well. Which is it? I think I, I knew, knew he directed it. I didn't know yeah. it was his debut. Which is, I think, what a movie for it to be a debut, like yeah. a story to do and, like, where it takes place in so many different places, I think is a pretty massive um, achievement. Um, the majority of the film, filming of the film took place in Australia, uh, starting in Sydney on just down the road from you at Fox Studios. Uh, then it moved to South Australia and then moved to the Limestone Coast, which is what doubles for the Gallipoli scenes. So then only sequences like aerial shots and establishing shots are actually filmed. In Turkey. Literally, yeah, the rest of it is. Jack Courtney's in it as well. Um, is. Yeah, Isabel Lucas, a um, couple of other like Aussie actors that you know from like TV here in there. Yes. Russell Crowe owns the South Sydney Rabbitohs, which at the yes. time of recording this, they have just made the grand final uh, of the they 2021 have. season. Uh, this movie 2014 came out. So at the end of the credits, Russell Crowe added a tag. Congratulations to the South Sydney Rabbitohs on the 21st championship <laughs> in the Australian Rugby League, <laughs> which I thought was heaps funny. So if you had another movie coming out this year, I'm sure you'd be congratulating them on making the grand final. Yes, a very good movie. I'll definitely have to revisit that one, I think. It was quite good. I've got a couple more questions before we do your number one movie. Okay. In the Nicole Velez biopic, who plays Nicole Velez? Oh. J-Law. Do you think? No. Is that your pick? <laughs> I would like to say, I would love to say Emma Watson, but I, I don't think it's the right fit. I would, I like Emma Watson for like a Hermione Granger days. But this. if you actually, um, I think Emma Watson's maybe a little too polished for me. Okay. Do you know who would probably be good as me? Um, Emma Stone. Oh yes. Not okay. quite, not quite as polished. Like, yeah. Still a bit sassy, but like a bit, a bit, yeah. A bit reckless. What about Florence Pugh? How do you feel about Florence Pugh? Uh yeah, I liked her in Little Women. Um, I haven't really seen her in too much. I I haven't seen um Black, Black Widow, Widow yet. yet. Yeah. yeah, I would like to see that. She's really good. At I that. don't. Yeah, I don't. I think that. she's probably still a bit too polished for me. Okay. Yeah. Um, need someone that's a bit more, a bit more offensive. Is that? Okay. Would you agree with that? Oh, really? To be upsetting people left, right, and centre. We just need. Yeah. To... No, you know, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I do that. Um, 
Yeah, I, I reckon I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with Emma Stone. I think that's that's pretty yeah. pretty spot on. Have you watched Cruella yet? No, I need to actually. I need to watch really, that. Yeah, I think you'll like that. Uh, do you have a favorite film character? Hermione Granger, hands down. Yes, always. Yeah. Very good. Uh, do you have a favorite filmmaker? Like, if they're making a movie, you're going to go see it. it. Doesn't particularly matter what it is. You're going to see it because they've made it. No, sorry. Don't Not like you. What film has the best ending? It's a tough one, but I like to think people want one with a bit of a twist. Do you? Oh, no, I don't like a twist. I like a happy really? ending. Really? I love yeah. a happy ending. You know that. <laughs> Cut that out. <laughs> <Do we? laughs> Never. That's staying in for sure. That's going to be the promo piece for this. Too. That was, yeah, that, that's, that was unfortunate. Um, that was really unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go, it's not the best, but it just, just sort of pops out in me. Um, uh, the Italian job. I really like okay, how Mark yeah. Wahlberg, Charlize Theron, how, you know, everyone, how everyone gets, everyone gets what they want, you know, like yep. the Napster got this, so-and-so got this, they got this car. And then I ended up getting to like, you know, um, spend whatever time with the love of my life and he's in the he's in the um the little boat in venice in the venice mm -hmm. canal the gondola and um the venice canals i thought that that was a nice ending it is that is a good one mm. um this is the last question before we do your favorite movie but do you have a film that you only watch on special occasions so that could be like a movie you watch every year at christmas something you watch on your birthday or like things like that um there are definitely some Christmas ones that come up. Yeah, I, I would only ever watch like The Grinch around Christmas. Mm -hmm. um, I really want to do this with our friend Hayley Wright, just because I know when I ask her that question, she'll do the Jim Carrey impression of the <laughs> cancelling the, the plans. Yeah, yeah. It is um, spot on. Yeah, not really, but I tend to watch, I have, like, go-to movies when I'm sad, mm -hmm. um, when I want to be cheered up um, or I want a good cry. Um, Anastasia's one I always go back to. I always used to yeah. watch Anastasia when I was, like, feeling shit. Um, I also really enjoy How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Um, yeah. That one just, yeah, it's just a, you know, when you just need something, it's like a warm hug, I think, because, mm -hmm. You know what happens. You know there's a happy ending. Um, I really, really like that. Um, yeah. Very good. Are you ready for your feature film? Your number yeah. one favourite movie? Home. It is the movie Goodwill Hunting. I went on a date last week. How'd it go? It was good. You going out again? I don't know. Why not? I haven't called her. Christ, you're an amateur. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> Don't worry about me. I know what I'm doing. Yeah, but this girl's like, you know, beautiful. She's smart. She's fun. It's different from most of the girls I've been with. So call her up, Romeo. Why? So I can realize she's not that smart, that she's fucking boring. You know, I mean, you don't... This girl's like fucking perfect right now. I don't want to ruin that. Maybe you're perfect right now. Maybe you don't want to ruin that. But I think that's a super philosophy, Will. That way you can go through your entire life without ever having to really know anybody. My wife used to fart when she was nervous. 
She had all sorts of wonderful little idiosyncrasies. <laughs> you know, she used to fart in her sleep. <laughs> I'm sorry I shared that with you. <laughs> One night it was so loud it woke the dog up. <laughs> <laughs> she woke up and got like, oh, was that you? I said, yeah, I didn't have the heart to tell her. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> she woke herself up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh, Christ. Ah, but Will, she's been dead two years, and that's the shit I remember. It's wonderful stuff, you know? Little things like that. Yeah, but those are the things I miss the most. The little idiosyncrasies that only I knew about. Great film. Incredible film. Young Matt Damon. Love him. Um, it is about a young boy, Will, who is a janitor, um at I think it's MIT and he just happens to be genius level like 0.1 percentile genius level he um is cleaning these corridors and sees some equation um on on a whiteboard um for the university class and um the the lecturer who is um what's Skarsgård's dad's name what's his Stellan no. Skarsgård Stellan, that's it. Yeah, I was going to say Stellan Skarsgård. Um, he's the lecturer and he, um, you know, writes this impossible equation that, like, no one can solve and Will solves it. And they all come in the next morning and they're like, who did this? Who did this? And they find out that it's the janitor. And he's, um, he's like, Irish-American, though he doesn't really have that much of an accent. I think they could have worked mm-hmm. harder on that. Um, but I think he's from, like, Boston or something. And... Um, yeah, instead of um, going to like juvie or something, he has to, he's mandated to um, go to university and do this course and also go to therapy, um, who is um, Robin Williams's character, is his therapist. Anyway, so it's a, it's a bit about his life and you find out that he's had like quite a traumatic upbringing. He's incredibly, incredibly like poor, um, really low socioeconomic and never had anyone to believe in him. He knows he's really, really smart. Like he knows that he is, but he's he's almost like using it for evil, not good. Like he just doesn't care. He doesn't think that there's a point, like what's the point of doing all this? I'm happy. Like I have my friends, my little posse of friends who's like young Ben Affleck and I think it's Casey Affleck as well um, and another character. Yeah, he is in this actually, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And Mini Driver is in it as well and that's the love interest and she, their like relationship's really beautiful, but he fucks it up because he's too scared to let somebody love him. And the reason I pick this every time when someone says, what's your favourite movie, um, is the park bench scene, the monologue. Robin Williams, I reckon Robin Williams, probably one of the most incredible actors ever. Um, and the park bench scene, Robin Williams' monologue, and it's just, yeah, it's when someone asks me like if you ever um asked me like you know what do you like what do you want in a relationship like what what kind what kind of relationship would you like I'm always like that scene that's what I want because Robin Williams is like you know you know you could you could ask me I could ask you about love and you'd probably quote me a sonnet but you've never looked at um a woman before and you know had someone level you with their eyes and be able to like be that person and like make you feel like you know God put an angel on earth just for you and you wouldn't remember being like her angel and you wouldn't understand what it's like to be with someone through everything through cancer through um you wouldn't 
you wouldn't understand like sitting up in a hospital, um, sitting up sleeping in a hospital for two months um, because the doctors know that the, the words visiting hours don't apply to you. Um, and he's like, you know, you wouldn't know real love because you never dared to let yourself um, love something more than you love yourself. And um, that just gets me every single time. That is my favourite, favourite above all time scene of any single movie I've ever yeah. seen. But my favourite line from that movie, if I had to pick one, not of that scene, is um, he talks about when he met, when he first met his wife. And oh, Robin Williams is just genius. He, this scene is he's talking about there's this big baseball game on, I don't know, it's the Yankees or something, and it's the, the, the final and they're all, they're back and forth. And he's like geeing up Will and he's saying like, yeah, you know, like there were this to go, blah, blah, blah. It was the last quarter and rah, rah, rah. And, and Will's like, oh, so like, so like what happens? Like, did you, did you see it? And he goes, nah. He's like, it was, he said um, his wife, his future wife walked into the bar and he goes, I just slid the two tickets over to my friend. And I said, I'm going to see about a girl. And they were like, what the fuck? What are you doing? And he was like, I, I knew, I knew I was going to marry her when I looked at her. And um, so the end scene when Will leaves, he um, is driving across, I think it's to California where um, Mini Driver's character moves to do um, law school, I think. And um, he goes over to Rob Williams' house and he like writes him a little note. Instead of saying goodbye, he was going to like ring, but he decides not to. So he writes a note, puts it in his mailbox. And Rob Williams, like he's a car driver off, he drives downstairs and he like sees this note in his letterbox and he picks it out and it just says, I'm going to see about a girl. So yeah. I love that. But that was like, it came full circle. I, Very I really full circle, liked. yeah. Very good. Um, so this movie is written by Ben Affleck and yeah. Matt Damon as well. Yeah. Uh, and they've spoken a lot about it in their careers, but they both talk about crying on the very first day of filming because it was a scene between Rob Williams and Stellan Starscott and they just could not believe that something they had written has now been I've spoken been and performed by two professional actors that they both yeah. have looked up to. And I didn't, this is actually quite a well-known story about it, but have you heard about how they sold this script around? Because they hadn't, they hadn't done anything before, so they, they were worried they weren't going to get looked at and then when they would go for meetings, they could just tell there was like a really like a, a disinterest because there were two unknowns coming in and just having meetings with people that felt like they were kind of below them. So in all the scripts yeah. they sent out, they put in a page that is just for them to know if they read it or not. So there's they put in a sex scene, like, and they would they said it says they put a sex scene in about 60 pages into the script, which comes completely out of nowhere between Will and Chucky. So they would know if the studio had actually read the script based on if they because they'd be like, what scene. fuck? They'd be like, um, this sex scene that occurs about 60 pages in. So the film yeah, is made well. at uh, Miramax, I believe, which is now the disgraced Harvey Weinstein's company. But they knew that was the place to make it because they were the only studio that questioned the sex scene. Because they read it. Because they read it. So they were quite happy. Interesting. That's a nice little trivia. Yeah. And I have one other question about this, actually. Where do you think the actual title, like when you think about most movies, you can see in somewhere where the title comes from. So where do you think the title comes from in this? Do you think it's a pun? Like it's looking for good, like yeah. hunting for goodwill? Like is that yeah. what you think it is? I, that's or? what I would have said. Yeah. yeah, I reckon. Because I always, I have seen this. I think. Well, maybe actually, was his last twice. name Hunting? Was 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 Will's name in the in the film Hunting? 
I don't think it was. I looked, I if I've missed this when I got all the stuff about this yesterday, I'll be so disappointed. That's but I didn't think it was. I didn't think it was. He's just credited as Will. Okay. So I'm not sure. But I always took, I guessed, my best guess was that it was a pun of like. Yeah, I would think so as well. He's like searching for goodwill. Do you know, Did I was going to ask actually, because I, I thought you might have asked me. Um, do you know uh, why the water diviner is called the water diviner? That was another one yeah. I probably should have asked you about as well, because I didn't. Oh, it is Will Hunting. I just Googled it. So that's his last name. Okay, yeah. So it is a pun, right? Um, the water diviner, he, he's called that because, well, the film is called that because um, it, it kind of doesn't really make too much sense. Like they don't really allude to it, but it's it's because in the first few scenes, um, Joshua Russell Crowe's character um, is a farmer. He has like a massive farm yeah. and he almost has a bit of like, bit of juju he gets one of those sticks you know the little sticks that look like a y and he's like walking around he's trying to find water because it's so dry like it's dry like it's dry yeah. he's trying to do some like more water holes um and he he's got the sense he's got the sixth sense yes um and he finds it and like that sort of like i guess that's where the like water diviner comes from because he can find the water. the water but he also sort of uses that sense when he gets to gallipoli to find, find his boys he children. walks around he walks around the um, the the graveyard essentially, like this yeah. massive just Mass dirt. Yeah. And he walks around, and he's like, "Here, it's right here. Dig here, it's right here." And they're like, "How does he know?" He's like, "I'm telling you, it's right here." And they are they're there, the two yeah. um, two of his sons. Hmm. Very good. Yeah. One more question okay. for you. Between now and the end of the year, provided we can go to the movies, but I don't think we can. What is a movie that you are looking forward to seeing between now and the end of the year? I don't know. I haven't really seen any trailers for anything. I want to see Fast and Furious, but I don't think it'll be. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, on Blu-ray and stuff now. You can buy yeah. it. It's on streamers and stuff. Hit me like with paper play. What else is coming out? I honestly like. So I don't James Bond is supposed to come out after being delayed for almost two yeah, years. Yeah. Oh, do you know what I am looking forward to? I'm just like Googling some um, yeah. upcoming ones. I am looking forward to seeing um, Top Gun Maverick. Ah, yes. That's moved into next year now, I think. I think oh, has it? Okay. Next year. Yeah. But yeah. But still, that's good. All the dates are changing, so it is kind of hard to pick. Yeah, yeah the looks trailer good. looks good for that one. Yeah. Um, and also the new Spider-Man. Boxing Day. Is it? Okay. Yes. I have one more bit for you. I've used one of your four favourite films. Oh, this trolled yeah. the depths of the internet to find a one-star review for okay. one of your films. And I need you to guess what it is. I think you might. And then I think you should defend it from this scathing one-star review. It's a really short review. And it was published in 19... No, actually, I won't tell you. Oh, you're going to give me the... Yeah, I, <laughs> I won't give you yeah, when cool. it was published because that would be a giveaway, yeah. The title of the review... If I hear the word fuck one more time, that's the title of the review. If you're crazy about the word fuck, you'll love this movie because it's predominantly going to be all you hear. Oh, and there's a scene with an actress in a bar about giving a blowjob as a joke. Oscar material. <laughs> Please. Um, well, there's no blowjobs in Anastasia. So oh, it's yeah, definitely, definitely, yeah, <laughs> definitely not that. Yeah. Um, that is that's got obviously got to be good bill hunting because I don't even think there's any bar scenes in any of my other any of my other movies. Um, so that would be Mini Driver, 
when she um she makes the joke uh grow up what you, you can't are you offended the review was by published someone? in uh, 1999 <laughs> so. grow up He's like do you know what i don't trust people that don't swear if i meet someone and they don't swear i'm like what why you know there, there's a limit obviously um but goodwill hunting did not didn't even push didn't even scratch the surface of that um nothing so, compared yeah. to wolf of wall street which I'm pretty sure holds the record for the most uses of the F word. Yeah, God. That uh, little bitty probably wouldn't have enjoyed Wolf of Wall Street. But no, the only the other thing I have to say is jog on. Yeah, good call. Like, I agree. you know, one star review. They they had a they won an Academy Award for like what was it wasn't the best movie, but screenplay. it was um screenplay. Yeah, exactly. So um, obviously a lot of people liked the the use of swear words in there. Yes. That's funny. Nicole, thank you so much for agreeing to come on and do this. That was fun. I hope you had a good time agreeing. talking about your favourite movies. Agreeing. I just I want the viewers to know that this wasn't a choice. Uh, there was a lot of heavy-handed threats coming through for this. Nicole so. found out I was doing this and messaged me to see if she could be on. <laughs> That's what happened there. Ultimate fan. Yes, big time. <laughs> Where can uh, people find you on this after the where can they discuss your favourite movies with you? Tinder, Bumble? Hinge, Hinge, actually. that's the one? Yeah. 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 Very good. She only accepts super likes or double. What do you What do you get on Hinge? What do you do on Hinge? What's uh, the Tinder equivalent of a super like? Rose. You get a rose. It's like The Bachelor. She, she only talks to people with roses. That's why the um, picture we've picked of Nicole for her profile picture on this episode is the one with the rose in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, only, only double vaccinated people. You can you can put your vaccination status now on your Hinge profile. There you go, all over mm. it. I know. Perfect. Hopefully, you find a match with a double vax boy, yeah. or girl, whatever you're after. Whatever hopefully, you I um, hopefully I find my happy ending. Yes, hopefully you get your good will hunting moment yeah. soon. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Bottomless Popcorn. For bonus content, news, and upcoming guests, follow us on Instagram at Bottomless Popcorn Pod. Subscribe to our channel on YouTube. If you'd like to contact the show, you can email us at bottomlesspopcornpod at gmail.com. And be sure to leave a review of your own favorite film wherever you listen to podcasts.